is this thing. And really believing in that is such an extraordinary superpower that you can tap into at any moment in time. Welcome to Connect Back In Podcast. I'm Morgan King, your host, and I'm so passionate about sharing with you the spiritual concepts that have transformed my life. It is not always an easy path, but I know within my soul that if it's good on the inside, it's good on the outside. Through interviews with experts and my personal experience, we will break down how to live a spiritual life in today's society. My hope is that you find the inspiration and support you need as you explore your own journey to connect back in. Hey, it's Morgan King, your host of Connect Back In. Thank you for being here, for taking the time, pressing play, all the things. I'm going to talk about your spiritual superpowers today. And obviously, if you clicked on this episode, I would guess at least you have some sort of element of spirituality or religion in your life. And it's funny, I have like this fear of coming off pushy with religion, just because we all know how fun that is. Um, Just from growing up in a small town in Wisconsin, I don't know, I guess the people around me sometimes would be a little excited about their religion and then want to pass on their beliefs to you in a very um, passionate way, if you will, just putting it lightly. And I was like, I would never want to be that person but I kind of get it now. They were like, hey, this shit works. Like, I want to share this with you. You want to listen? And I was like, no, no, I'm going to take the hard way for another 25 years and then I'll get back to you. Um, That's all joking aside. I want to talk about this like spiritual superpowers that we all hold within ourselves. And you may know these, this might just be a reminder to you, or you could learn something new today. And just know that we're all equipped with these things that can help make life a little bit easier. Have you ever gotten to a place where you're just like, God, it cannot be this hard? Well, if you have, if you're a human, you probably have. Um, This is the list that will remind you to breathe a little bit and not take life so seriously and just enjoy more. So the first one, let's just dive right into it, is the Mecca. It's kind of the big one. I'm starting from the top to bottom versus bottom to top like I normally do. So let's just start with number one, and it is faith. So you can call this belief, trust, your surrender, just the thought that you're never alone, that there is something bigger than you. There's this energy that creates the entire world. So the grass, the oceans, the mountains, the sky, that energy is also supporting your every move. Doesn't that feel nice and warm and cozy? (laughs) That you haven't been forgotten, that you're here for a reason. And think of it in the way that how your body functions. I think in reality, quote unquote, in this real world that we live in, we have a lot of drive to control life. And you take this step and then you take that step and then you do this and you strategize and you do these tactics and then you get these results and you evaluate those results. You make changes and you keep going. You go, you go, you do, you do. And it's this analogy that looking at how your body functions 
for example, how we breathe in and out, turning oxygen into CO2. Like it goes through, I have no clue how that happens. Do you know how that happens? It just happens, right? And if we dove into this process and we're like, wait, in order for this to work in the correct way, I need to understand how I'm breathing and how this air is funneling through my body and making everything function seamlessly and then leaves my body. How does that all go down? And I also want to control the process and I will make it better. And in thinking of that, obviously, that's a dramatic idea is like, that would not necessarily help the process. It's going to likely hurt it because you don't know what you're doing. And another analogy is like the life cycle of a tree. How it, when it grows, it has a beautiful spring and it blossoms in the summer and then the leaves dry up, they fall down, they go into the earth and nourish the earth. And then it starts the process all over again. Who's controlling that? Who's doing that? Like who is behind, who's the mastermind behind all that? And that's always a reminder when my ego steps in and is like, that's not true. Like there can't be this uh, master of world, whatever you call it, source, universe, God, whatever you believe in. So many more names beyond that. Just, uh, I know you know that, but I wanted to be fair. Um, Whatever it is that you believe in, there is this thing And really believing in that is such an extraordinary superpower that you can tap into at any moment in time. And it can dramatically shift the way in which you do life. Because even if you can't see it, like it's there. Imagine someone coming up to you that you trust and is like, you know what? I know you don't know everything that's going to happen in your life. And maybe you don't even know what's going on right now. You might be in a challenging time. But trust me, I've got you every step of the way. You don't have to worry. Just trust me. You'll know. Like, doesn't that just feel nice? It just takes this weight off of your shoulders. And so I tap into faith constantly, especially when I'm going through a tough time. Um, As of recently, I was, and I was very emotional, and I had no idea why. And I just had to keep telling myself, even though I really didn't even believe it at the time, I was like, everything's working out for my highest good. Like, it's always darkest before the dawn. Like, I've been through harder things before, and they have been some of the most pivotal moments of my life that have turned me into who I am now. So I must be leveling up. Something's coming. That's great. Maybe a shift, whatever it is, is this belief that everything's working out for your highest good because you have this faith muscle that's really strong. Another example of this, um, like everything's working out for your highest good, even when you can't see it, excuse me, I have to take a sip of water. A little cotton mouthy today. Um, Alan Cohen uses this analogy that like the baby bird and the mama. So the mama's like chewing up the food and spitting it in the baby's bird, baby bird's mouth. And over time, in order to ensure that the baby bird can survive, it starts to destroy the nest and it stops bringing food as frequently. And from the baby bird perspective, they're probably like, my mom doesn't care about me anymore. They're 
my mom stopped feeding me. Like she's ruining my house. (laughs) Like what's going on here? But it's preparing them to survive in the wild and get their own food and learn to fly and all these things. So it's all perspective. And when you have this strong faith muscle and the perspective that everything is always working out for you, it brings so much more ease into life. So enough on that. Number one is faith. Number two is awareness. And this one is a recent one for me. I kind of used to, not kind of used to, I used to just go through life and just go through life, not really thinking about why I was doing what I was doing, why I was thinking the thoughts I was thinking, why I was reacting the way I was reacting. And once I started to do that, I uncovered a lot of information about myself that I had no idea about before. And we often spend more time planning out all these details of our lives, like the trip we're going to take or the job we're creating or the day that is out in front of us versus how we're actually living those moments and why we're living the way we're living. And this really ties into the ego. So per Deepak Chopra, who I love, if you don't know who he is, I highly recommend you check him out. The ego is our self-image. It is not our true self or who we truly are. And the ego is characterized by labels. So I'm a realtor. I'm a girlfriend. I'm a sister. Maybe you're a mom. You're a wife. Um, And then the masks that we identify ourselves as. So like our personality. So who we are. So I'm funny. I'm loud. I'm um, energetic. And then images and judgments. So how I see myself, like what I look like, and then the judgments that I have to myself or others. So, um, wow, I can't believe that person did X. So like defining the difference between right and wrong in your life. So that's really what makes up um, the ego. So the true self, which is who we are, is this field of endless possibilities, its creativity, its intention, and it's really where your true power lies. So going beyond the ego can be challenging. It's very tricky. We'll never escape it fully. It'll always be there with us. And there's a purpose to that. There's there's good things that the ego does provide. It's trying to help us survive through life. But as we've evolved into the beings we are today, that survival mode isn't as necessary as it was when we were cavemen, like truly trying to survive. So the way in which we can go beyond the ego is through self-awareness. So having awareness of your thoughts. What are you thinking? What are you telling yourself? What's your internal dialogue look like? This creates your feelings, which drives your behaviors. And also an element you can look at is how you talk, what you say. Are you negative? Are you positive? Are you neutral? And by having awareness around this, you can slowly begin to move beyond the ego and tap into the true self, the identity of who you are 
without the labels, the masks, the images, or the judgments. And this is true awakening. It is a really beautiful journey to begin upon or continue on if you haven't, or if you've already done it. Taking a look and diving deep into that, especially your thoughts. I always say this a million times over, but it's the truth is your thoughts create your reality or at least your experience, which is essentially your reality. (laughs) And sometimes we just say things to ourselves and we don't even recognize it. And when you speak certain words continually over and over again, that creates focus, that creates momentum, and it builds and builds and builds and creates more of that very thing that you're thinking about. So learning to identify and have have awareness around your thoughts is so crucial in life. I wish this was something that we were taught when we were younger, but then I guess I wouldn't have experienced the things that I did to be where I am now. But it would be such a great skill set to master is having awareness around your thoughts and being able to shift your focus, shift your thoughts away from things that are not serving you. So awareness, that's number two. Number three is patience. And this is all around patience with life, with myself, with others, with the process. And this really ties into faith as well. When you have a strong faith muscle and you really believe that you don't have to control everything, everything's going to work out as it should, I'm fully taken care of, I'm fully supported, it's easier to not have to rush. And it's easier to believe that you don't have to worry and you can have patience. Especially when you're going through a challenging time or let's say a desire hasn't shown up when you thought it should. Just remembering that the universe is not in a hurry at all. There's What's the rush? You should actually, if you are a rusher, Listen to The Risk of Rushing. I did another podcast episode that I thought was really great because I can be a rusher. I'm like, what am I rushing for? I'm never going to get this moment back ever again in my entire life. Why am I blindly going through it? It's just a pattern that you've, or maybe you haven't, but a pattern that I have adopted that I work on constantly. And it can be challenging when... I feel that I'm alone or misunderstood, just having patience with the process, but then reminding myself that we are never alone and that this is kind of getting into another side of things, but the contrast of life is there for a reason. And when I say contrast, it's when things aren't, maybe we perceive them as not working out. So you see an experience in front of you, like someone has a fight or a client treats you bad or something, even something good can happen to you. But there's every subject is really two subjects. It's the good part of it and it's the bad part of it. And it's how you perceive that that determines your desires and what you want for your life. So I'm kind of going in another direction here, but ultimately just reminding yourself that patience is a virtue. It truly, truly is. And the more that you can allow yourself patience, It gives you the opportunity and permission to slow down through life and take in the juicy, simple moments that 
at least I've heard when I take into account those who are on their last days of life, they oftentimes talk about these little things that really make up a beautiful life, not the big promotion or the day they launch their business. It's like having breakfast with my kids in the morning when they're in their socks and nighty or drinking a cup of coffee outside listening to the birds chirp. And you miss those moments when you don't have patience and you're trying to push fast forward through life. And patience is always available to you. It's just a practice. It's kind of hard for me to talk today. I'm not sure what's going on there, but <laughs> apologies for all like the stuttering and trying to speak. It's tough today for some reason. Um, the fourth one is joy. And this is your superpower. Like this is always available to you. And I want to remind you that if you're out of alignment in a major way and joy seems really far-fetched, trying to experience joy or create joy is actually only going to make you feel worse. You, They have this saying in Abraham Hicks that you can't get there from there. So if you're feeling really defeated, down in the dumps, powerless, it's going to be really challenging for you to get into the state of joy. And so they recommend just take a nap, just go to sleep. It's kind of like a refresh, a restart. And then when you get up, maybe you can try doing something that brings you joy or makes you happy. So if you're feeling off a little bit, do something that makes you happy. It's that simple. Like this is the energy that creates the connection with your higher self, which can offer you the solutions where you thought there were none. So this superpower of joy, if you are having a writer's block or you feel frustrated with yourself or you can't talk when you're recording a podcast, (laughs) just turn it off, take a break, go for a walk. I like to bake something myself or I like going for walks actually too or listening to a podcast or just doing something that is easy and can put you back into the state of flow. And it doesn't take a lot of effort. Because when you work from that place, that energy, through that connection, man, that is one heck of a superpower. And it can get you further along than if you keep continuing on the path of frustration, struggle, not working. And then the fifth one, so let's kind of do, I'll do a recap at the end. The fifth one is a little woo-woo, but I feel like I said, if you clicked on this, you must believe in something. And this is your guides. So these are the spirits that support you from the other side. And for me, this is my higher self and my dad. And I know that there are more, but I really do believe they play a significant role in this whole deal. So if you haven't tapped into your higher self yet, I recommend you check out um, some meditations on Insight Timer. I feel like that's a great way to do it. If you're not a meditator, another way you can do this is you close your eyes and you think of the version of you that you are striving to be. So the perfect 
version of you that has everything going for them. Everything's working out for them. They might be described as calm, confident, supportive, happy, in love, positive, radiating, energetic, full of life. And you get that vision. A lot of times for me, I meet my higher self at my hopefully future house. I have it like all detailed out in a map in my mind. We sit down, we either have coffee, tea, or wine, depending on when I'm meditating. And we just sit down and I can feel her energy and I can see her. And I've gotten so tapped into this version of me that I can just close my eyes when I'm going through a challenging decision or I don't know what to do. I'll close my eyes and I'm like, what would what would my higher self do? Or if I'm going through a struggling time, I'll say, hey, I could really use your help right now. And they're like, hey, it's cool. You're fine. Don't worry about it. And they just take the fear, worry, frantic energy out of the way and allow you to see things clearly. Another way to do this is by simply putting your hand on your heart. And you can ask yourself, what is the voice of fear saying? And generally, that's going to be something around rushing and worry and that nothing's going to work out and worst case scenario. And then you put your hand on your heart and you say, okay, what does the voice of love say? And you can actually hear it if you allow yourself to get quiet and tap into that. It is extraordinary to have that as a resource in life. I will tell you that. And then my dad passed away. Uh, We're upcoming on the two-year anniversary here. And we aren't as close. Like right when he passed, I legit talked to him out loud, (laughs) like every day. A little weird. I wouldn't do it in front of people, but now you all know. Um, And it was great. It was really nice to know that he was still there that I hadn't lost him. We always say, I'm sorry for your loss, but he is just in another place. I really believe that. And I have a story that might help with your faith muscle as well, and maybe allow you to tap into your guides of someone maybe who's passed on or your higher self, or there's a lot of other guides out there. If you go into the spiritual realm of things, they have like Gabriel, they have archangels, they have all these different things. Um, But quickly here, I was in Mexico and I was with my boyfriend, Tyler, and we were at a restaurant and they were playing a movie and it was Wizard of Oz. And that was really this movie that connected me and my dad throughout my life. We always talked about it. Um, He did speeches where I was every character in Wizard of Oz. Like it's just this tying thread. And so I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. It's interesting. I just noticed it. And then we get done with dinner and we're like, let's get a photo as we're leaving. We forgot to ask our server. So we're like, hey, dude, we asked one of the workers. We're like, hey, can you take a picture of us? And he's like, yeah, for sure. So we, you know, do the whole thing. He takes our picture. We're like, wow, thanks so much. Really appreciate it. We're walking away. We're looking at the photos. We're waiting for our car to come pick us up. And he comes back and he has tears in his eyes. And he just looks at me and he's like, I need to tell you something. And I was like, okay. (laughs) And he's like, there is a radiating angel surrounding you and walks with you every step you take. And I, even now, I get choked up every time. I looked at him and I said, I know exactly what you mean. And we both started crying and he's like, I'm sorry. He's like, I just had to tell you that. Something just made me do this. 
And I was like, don't worry about it. Like, I know what you mean. That meant a lot to me. And I just erupted in happy tears. And it was funny. Um, I feel like Tyler was scared because we got into the car and it looked as though we'd gotten into a fight because I'm crying and Tyler's not the whole way home. But it was one of the best experiences that I've ever had to reaffirm that that connection that I had with him was real. Like this guy, what? He doesn't know that I'm spiritual. He didn't know that my dad just passed. He didn't know who I was. And he felt compelled because source work works through us, works through others to deliver messages to us that we're in need of hearing. And I needed to hear that message. And it just reaffirmed my faith and not only the support of the universe, but that my dad was guiding me. And when that faith muscle of mine gets a little bit low, gets a little bit uh, weary, has some atrophy, I just remind myself like there's no way that he wouldn't be doing what was in my best interest. And every time it works out that way. So in recap of your spiritual superpowers, it is your faith. So knowing that you're never alone and there's something bigger than you driving this whole thing. So you can take your hands off the wheel for a minute. Jesus, take the wheel. <laughs> Number two is awareness. So questioning your thoughts, your feelings, your behaviors, and reprioritizing, re or not reprioritizing, but shifting those things. Change up. If they're not working, change it up. Look at things in your life that aren't working. What are you telling yourself about them? Likely that they're not working and that it's hard and this can't work out for me and whatever else we're telling ourselves. Just try an experiment and shift those things up. Number three is patience with myself, with others, with the process. Number four is joy. So if you're feeling off, just do something that makes you happy. And it'll create that connection with your higher self that will give you solutions where there weren't any. And then last, you can tap into your guides, your spirit guides, your higher self, your dad. <laughs> I hope your dad's still here in the physical world, but maybe someone who's passed on that you had a special connection with. They're there to support you. And like I said, if anything, if you don't, these don't resonate with you, maybe try an experiment and tap into one of these and see how it works for you and document it down because the more proof you have, the stronger your faith muscle becomes. And then from there, it just makes life so much easier. So I hope you enjoyed today's episode and please uh, share this with someone who might need to hear it. Please rate and review the podcast. It just helps people find it who are looking for this kind of content. And I appreciate you so, so much. Thank you so much for listening. And until next time. Did you enjoy this episode? If you did, then head on over to iTunes to subscribe, rate, and review this podcast. We sincerely appreciate your feedback. Stay tuned for another episode of Connect Back In, and thank you for listening.